This is the Glasses by Day Keep by Night podcast. I'm Matt, and today I'm going to give you my top five live action shows that I think should transition into animation. So, in at number five, I have Obi Wan Kenobi. So, Obi Wan Kenobi, I've picked this mainly for the fact that I was so underwhelmed by the live action series. I kind of feel like, you know, in my head, I had, you know, I had Obi Wan where we left him at episode three where he wasn't what we got in Obi-Wan Kenobi, where he was, you know, PTSD, Ben Kenobi. Whereas I had him on his last and most important mission as a Jedi to protect the, you know, Anakin Skywalker's children and make sure that they didn't fall to the dark side. So I kind of feel like that's not what we got in the series. We kind of got PTSD, you know, Ben Kenobi, who was afraid to use the Force who had just become a bit of a meh. You know, it, it just it didn't really make sense to me. I kind of feel like there's so many more stories, like Rebels touched on it, where, you know, Maul goes to um, Tatooine, and, you know, Obi-Wan actually takes him out. And I kind of feel like, realistically, the Ben Kenobi that we saw, you know, in Obi-Wan Kenobi, he wouldn't have been able to take Maul out. Not a chance. I know we, I know we kicked the crap out of Vader, but I'm not sure Vader was at his best anyway. Let's be honest. Nah, I'm not having it. I kind of feel like we, we've gone from not using the Force whatsoever for years to being able for what almost ten years to being able to, you know, kick the crap out of one of the most powerful Force users. I just don't believe it. Nah, I'm not having it. I just really feel like there's so many more stories for Obi Wan Kenobi, and I kind of feel like. Time constraints, you know, um, actors, you know, schedules and stuff like that. Animation might be the way to go for, you know, some Star Wars, you know, titles, especially Obi-Wan Kenobi. In at number four, I have Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, grew up with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, loved it all the way through. And I, I really feel like animation might be the way to go for it because, obviously, you know, the comics went on, they did more series after the, what was it, season seven where they ended, I think it was. They did more seasons after that and, you know, they, they got more continuity in it and I kind of feel like you could literally touch on that in anything. Boom Studios have recently brought out Buffy the Vampire Slayer's books um, and I think it starts from where season two started off and it just, like, brings in a new characteristic to the whole the whole genre, basically. I feel like they've got a lot of stories to tell. And the issue they've got is that the characters keep getting older. You can't really have a vampire, you know, they, they don't get older, do they? Because they're already dead. The idea is that the vampires are supposed to be ageless. And realistically, James Masters and uh, David Boreanaz are getting old. So you can't just keep using them. You could keep using their voices, however. I kind of feel like... It's more than a way to go about it. Plus, Buffy the Vampire Slayer has recently got a new podcast, an audio pod thing, an audio book. So the idea is there are ways and means around it, and I feel like Buffy the Vampire Slayer will make a really, really good animation. Any type of animation, I, I just feel like there's so many ways to go about it. Um, in at number three, I have Jupiter's Legacy. So look, I've recently rewatched the series, and what were Netflix thinking? Cancelling it? 
it was just a great series all the way through. And I get that there was talk that they'd, you know, like, you know, they'd overspent and stuff like that. But I kind of feel like, come on, it was just, it's such a good series. It just, it didn't need to be cancelled whatsoever. We needed a second series. If you wanted to end it after that, end it on something that we can actually go with. Whereas what we ended on was just garbage. It was just crap. It just didn't need to happen. Um, they did Super Crooks, and the animation for that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's got one of those uh, theme tunes that just sticks in your head as well. Um, but I really think that Jupiter's Legacy could be a really, really, really good animation, and it, it's just got a lot of stories to tell. And I would love to see how the story ends. It is actually one comic that I haven't read, but it is on my list of things to get this year. I want to read all of Jupiter's Legacy, and I plan on doing that because Netflix left me wanting. Um, in at my number two spot, I have Smallville. So, I was a huge fan of Smallville. I still am a huge fan of Smallville. I think there's only a few episodes that I can't tolerate whatsoever. There's a season five episode where there's it, it focuses on Lana and I, does she become a vampire or something? It's something fucking awful, and I just didn't need to happen. It was just it was ridiculous. It just absolutely ridiculous. But you know, I've read season uh, season eleven of Smallville, and it just got so many good stories in it that could really you know compute over onto an animated screen and I know that Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling are talking about this and there was talk about it but it just really would make a really good series do you know what I mean and I would love to see what happened after you know you know Darkseid came to earth in season 10 kind of thing I kind of feel like Darkseid and Apocalypse came to earth it just I really feel like it would make a really good animation and there's so many decent ways to go about it. Let's be honest, you know, animation style has gone from like once a thousand kind of thing in the last few years and I kind of feel like they really could just do whatever they wanted with it. Um, you only have to look at Invincible Animation and know that if you've listened to any of my Invincible podcasts that I do put the animation style down a little bit, but it's not because the animation's awful on it. It's just that I'm such a big fan of the the, the art style and the comic that I feel a little bit underwhelmed when I look at it. That said, would something like Smallville be great in an animation style like that? Yeah, you know, could you do it a blue-eyed samurai kind of you know animation? I really feel like that the sky's the limit with what you could do with animation these days, and some of these series would be amazing. Plus. I know that you'd get a lot of the original voice actors back for Smallville. You know, I, I just think that it'd be a really good time to do it. At my number one spot, I have Power Rangers. So, realistically, I was a huge fan of Power Rangers growing up. You know, I wanted to be a Power Ranger. I, I've, I've said it's morphing time a lot in my life, let's put it that way. And Boom Studios have, you know, released a lot of comics about um, the Into the Hundreds now of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and they've got spin-offs and all sorts going on, so many stories they've they've upped their game and I kind of feel like realistically there are so many stories to tell you know, it would just make a really good animated 
series. The issue that I've got is I want a more adult tone to it. I, I want a Boom Studios kind of tone rather than you know slapstick comedy that we got back in the day where they're being you know baked in pizzas and stuff like that. We don't we don't need that. Do you know what I mean? But I just feel like there are so many stories to tell, so many you know dark versions of the Power Rangers universe that we could tell it in. You know make it a 15, do whatever you need to do. I kind of feel like literally Shattered Grid would be a great animated film. You know, and if you've read Shattered Grid, you'd understand what I mean. Lord Dracon is probably one of the best characters that um, Power Rangers has created, and it wasn't even created on the main screen. So that's my top five live-action shows that I think should transition to anime, uh, animation even. If you've got any, let me know. Thanks. Um, I'm Matt, and this has been the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast. Thanks for listening.